Welcome Amazonians to another great episode of Amazonian Talk. Just a few quick things. We are not here to bash men or women. We are simply stating our opinions and our experiences. If you feel offended on more than one occasion, then this may not be the podcast for you. We ask that you don't leave or call in with discriminatory or rude comments. If you didn't think about what you were going to say first, then it's probably not wise to say it at all. Remember, if you are calling in to participate in the show, then you are giving us consent to record your voice. All right, so now that we got that disclaimer out of the way, let's get to it and talk about it with your host, Winter Blaze and Violet Cruz. Hello, 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 Amazonians. Welcome to another episode of Amazonian Talk. This is episode three. Does what I desire matter? And yes, it does. Yes, I can. Uh-uh. I'm a nutty uh-uh. professor. <laughs> That was like Nutty <laughs> Professor and Barack Obama, President Obama. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> this is um, a very in-depth topic because a lot of times um, we desire to have certain things done for us without asking. We think what we desire is a given, and it also goes along with um, needing to explain and communicate, hey, this is what I like done. Maybe it's your love language, too, mm-hmm. that you like receiving things and, or ta- not tangible, um, gifts of receiving, I think it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's just a given that, hey, if you over here cooking up some eggs, the dog eats in the morning, the baby eats in the morning, you eat in the morning. True. I should be eating in the morning. Don't just get up and make yourself breakfast or dinner or lunch or a snack without being like, hey, do you want some? Would you like some? But see, I think that it goes to um, drawing from personal experience. When we get up and we get going, we start thinking about everything. The whole house, the whole shebang. I mean, Let's face it, our brains never turn off. Even when we're trying to go to bed, we're thinking about everything. I have it on good authority that um, uh, your significant other (laughs) tends to get up and be like, huh, I'm hungry. Let me go get something to eat. And that'll be the one singular thought in their mind. And then when we get up, think you think about this, think you think about that. But the answer is no, because they didn't. Mm-hmm. They just thought, I'm hungry. Let me go fix that. Yeah, that. <laughs> Only that. <Yes. laughs> so that leaves us with in our um, love life relationships that we often leave ourselves behind because we are putting others first on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And moms, we do it a lot, a lot. It's, it is instinctive. And some of it is learned behavior, some of it is expected behavior, and we just fall into the routine of always doing it, and then we explode. And it's like, what the hell happened? I didn't see that coming. And it's because we take on all this stuff, and we give, 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 and do, do, do. Do do, do do, but we do, we do, do do a lot. That should be a Dr. Seuss book. It probably is. <laughs> and so, at the end of the day, that eight o'clock hour when we're 
dead ass tired and it's just us mm-hmm. and a piece of candy, a chocolate. You're just sitting in the bed and then you sleep and you have done nothing for yourself. At all. And the day starts over again. And again, and again, and again, yeah. and again, and ding, 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 ding. All right. <laughs> but that is why this episode is titled, Does What I Desire Matter? Do, is what I desire matter? Does it matter to you that I desire these things to happen without me having to ask? You see, there is a chip on the floor. Please pick that freaking chip up and not let the dog eat it. Well, well, and, and I think that's, but that's me. I let the dog eat it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what it is. We, we're, we're designated as caregivers. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're geared towards, okay, what do you, asking others, what do you want? What do you mm-hmm. want? What do you mm-hmm. need? What do you want? What can I do for you? What do you want? And, and it, it's sprinkled throughout the day that that's what we do for others. Sprinkles. And <laughs> I know, cupcakes. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's throughout the day we, a- we ask others that and we never think to, to turn it back on ourselves. And others don't think mm-hmm. to turn it back on us because they see us as caregivers too. And so we're supposed, uh, I think part of my resentment and, and I've, I've talked to my husband about this before. Part of my resentment is I feel like you think my job is to take care of you <laughs> and, and <laughs> you don't, what, what about me? You know? And, yeah. and I mean, this isn't just talking about the marital relationship either. Mm-hmm. I've told so many friends, the, the advice that I live by is if you're thinking about you and I'm thinking about you, who's thinking about me? It doesn't exactly. work. Exactly. And you know what's so funny with you explaining that is that um, I was like, yeah, we think about you, we think about each other, then it should be equal. But you said, I'm thinking about you, you thinking about you. And I was like, oh, there's the problem. <laughs> it doesn't work. There is nobody left thinking about me. There is the problem. And it's, it's constantly, and... So then you feel guilty if you want to be like, hey, can you do this nice thing for me without me, you know, asking? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's unfortunate that it, the tables get turned still and it, it, the other person makes it about themselves. Like, well, what do you mean, <laughs> you know, do this for you? This is what I do for you. But yeah. it's everything that's meaningful to them that they do for you. And when you try to express this is meaningful for me. Can you do this for me? So you just closing the door because you like leaving doors open, <laughs> lights on, cabinets open, cabinets open, <laughs> or even when you, the, the god dang cheese wrapper well. that you leave on the counter. <laughs> Can you just make it a habit to throw your cheese wrappers away so I don't have to do it? Right. Do that for me. And so I think you said something earlier um, about like love languages and Mm -hmm. stuff. And uh, something that I realized was that um, if I'm talking to you, I'm well versed in my love language. And so it's it's my my knee jerk reaction to talk to you in my language. Mm -hmm. It may not be your language, though. So it may be falling on deaf ears if I'm talking to you in my language, but I'm not talking to you in yours. And I think that that. Again, kind of being uh, 
devil's advocate or whatever, I guess, if you want to call it, is that maybe that's something that your significant other does too. That, yeah. that we also have to keep in mind. They're speaking yeah. to you in the language that they understand. And so in order for you guys to be successful in your communication, your whole... You have to learn the other. Yeah, the life mm-hmm. of the marriage is you learning and speaking each other's languages. Yep, you know? I so. agree. And then I'm like, now you know. <laughs> right? So now you know, now so work on it. it. Now you know. <laughs> so we're it. not going to have this conversation again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it comes back around. We're like, what did I just say? Right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, all right. I think we have vented about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the essence is that what we desire matters. And we have to, we have to make it a priority, mm-hmm. too. Or, I mean or no one else is going to make it a priority. So if we don't realize that what we think, what we want um, needs to count for something as well, and not just everyone else, then, you know, you have to be, sometimes you have to be your own biggest cheerleader and you Mm -hmm. have to be your own biggest support. You have to be. And it's, it is definitely, it took me a long time to understand this and figure this out like, it is okay that even with your kids, for the few or the many um, of you that have kids, it is okay to tell your kiddo, like, hey, I just need to do this one thing for me. You know, what is it that you need? I can help you with it later. It is okay to say that and not feel guilty mm-hmm. and not feel guilty. That is the biggest thing that we deal with as moms it's it's just you feel guilty for thinking about yourself. You feel guilty for putting yourself first. You feel guilty for anything you do for you. And we have to get out of that mindset of what I do for me is the bottom, the back, mm-hmm. the back burner, mm-hmm. um, later, another time. Um, how many more another times is there going to be another time, right? right. Um, and, yeah, I think it eight years, seven years, let me say seven years, because when, you know, you have your firstborn, that's, that's your thing. When they're born, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's all about them. Mm-hmm. The GPs, grandparents are telling you it's no longer about you. Yep. It's about them. Yep. So you are you automatically get kick to the wayside let you be nursing too yep. oh my goodness yep oh my goodness like you know it's very interesting <laughs> it is very interesting that you brought that up because i was just thinking that and i was like when you're carrying your kids um you got to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of mm-hmm. yourself you can't take care of anybody else you hear that all the time when you're pregnant when when you're showing mm-hmm. and you know you've got the baby with you and i think that message doesn't get translated after the baby's born after the mm-hmm. baby's born, everybody wants to say, oh, well, it's the baby show now, and it's all about the baby, and you got to take care of the baby. And da-da. Okay, well, again, we have to go back to where we originally started. If I'm not taking care of myself, or if someone isn't taking care of me, there's no way that I can take care of anybody else. Yeah. It's the same thing of um, you can't pour anything out of an empty vessel. You just can't. You have mm-hmm. to get refilled in, in a timely manner before you yes. call somebody. <laughs> yes. 
So I think it's the interesting refill, how we lose that. We, we yeah. lose that. It's like, okay, well, you're pregnant. Well, and the baby's coming and taking uh, its nutrients and, and its well-being from you. And so you got to take care of yourself. Make sure you get mm-hmm. a massage. Make sure you eat the right things. Make sure you do that. And then all of a sudden, Everything. after their birthday, okay. Yep. Forget about it. You're like, okay. And then you're given everything, not saying that you shouldn't, but you are giving everything, Yeah. everything. And then you feel like, you, like it's interesting that you mentioned to refill the vessel, take care of the vessel, um, because you feel empty. Mm-hmm. And I know for a long time, society didn't realize or understand postpartum yeah. and all of that and I think I didn't understand what it was either at the very beginning because <clears throat> I was like, oh, my gosh, as soon as my kid was born, I know I just had an urge to eat a whole bunch of freaking Oreos. <laughs> I ate so many Oreos that it was ridiculous. I think I went through family packs, at least two family packs a week. It was like that was my craving wow. after the baby was born. And you know, you you just, oh, I had terrible morning sickness for about mm-hmm. seven months, but I was eating me some freaking Oreos. Mm-hmm. But that was the first time I was like, you know, I'm going to eat what I want because I couldn't when I was pregnant, not by choice. Yeah. So I'm going to eat these freaking Oreos. And then I still lost, I gradually just lost sight of myself and what I really wanted to do because being pregnant was emotional having a job and being pregnant was emotional. Yeah. And at that time I was working for a temp agency that constantly told us like, Hey, you're going to be tempted to perm 11 months later. Am I permanent? No, wow. I am not. So I'm still at that point thinking about the baby, the mm-hmm. husband. Yep. And at this time too, early on in my pregnancy, I was working two jobs trying to be, you know, the the caregiver and give all of what I had. Yeah. Ugh. So you have to, we have to get back to understanding that our desires mean something. Mm-hmm. When we say we need a break, we just need a day. We just need you to go in that kitchen and make that grilled cheese sandwich the best way you can. <laughs> yeah. I will eat it. You know, just... Those little things that those little desires mean a whole lot. I started something uh, since, you know, Rona been with us. Um, Oh, miss, 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 miss Rona. I've started something and uh, I I made it very clear to my husband what I needed. I said, I'm home um, 24-7 and I'm with the kids 24-7. Yes. So I'm going to need a break. And so I told him at least three times a week. And, and I called it this. I said, I'm going to run away from home. And it'll be before, um, you know, my daughter comes home from daycare. And uh, I just, I, I'm just going to need a timeout. I'm going to need a timeout. I told my husband that I needed a timeout. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, I got to, I, I need a break. And my son comes running up to me. <laughs> like, mommy, are you running away from home again? <laughs> I'm like, but I, I, I do. You need that. And I mean, mm-hmm. even if it's just. I went for a drive, and I literally sat in a parking lot and just breathed. I, I, I needed to get out of that environment, out of that um, 
place and, and just kind of find my center. And I couldn't in the house because, again, I'm in the mm-hmm. house all the time. So I just sat there and I just breathed until, you know, I felt like I, I'm, I'm better. I'm not about to go off on anybody. I'm good. And, I mean, I... I know that we're supposed to be super mom and we're supposed to be super mm-hmm. women and able to deal with everything. But every once in a while, you really do just have to take a time out. You have to say, yes. before I go off on somebody and then you want to call me crazy. <laughs> and then you don't understand. I'm right. like, I tried to tell you my runaway time was coming up. Yep. Yep. And, and then, of course, going. my son will announce when I come back home, she's not running away anymore. <laughs> she's here. Oh, and you can't even sneak into the house. <laughs> you can't. It's just, she's back. And I think, you know, and at the same time, when you get your break and you come back and you get those moments of mommy or, you know, daddy, I'm so happy or, you know, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. that excitement, it, it reassures you that you're wanted, you know, yeah. that you're needed. Yeah. And that, you know, hey, they understand that you just need some me time. Yeah. Get it. But you have to ask for that me time. You have to say something. And it, it's unfortunate that sometimes we do have to make the other acknowledge mm-hmm. that we need this time <laughs> so we can just regenerate, come back, and be the best that we can be of ourselves. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, you, you have to. Therapy. Yeah, you have to speak up for yourself. You have to. Yeah. Um, Don't get me wrong, everyone is important. Your kids are important, your husband is important, your obligations are important, but you can't meet the needs of any of those people or things if you don't take care of yourself. Right. You have to speak up for yourself. You're right, right. We have to release and communicate and just say, these are the things I desire. Don't release. Okay. No pun intended. Wait a minute. You said release. It made me think of, okay, <laughs> fans of A Different World, and I know that I'm dating myself by citing this, but the TV show A Different World, there was an episode where Whitley was trying to relax or whatever, and she goes, relax, relate, release. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I thought That's of. That's what you guys need to do. Amazonians, relax, yep. relate, yep. release. Yep. Pump it up now. Uh-uh. Relax, relate, release. <laughs> And speaking of that, uh all right, she's about to mess with your mind again. Yes. <laughs> How would you like to spend a day in a nice, luxurious, oh wow, black SUV, eating on some nice fine wine oh. and cheese and crackers? Yes. Oh, gosh. What? That's not happening no. either. No. <laughs> but what is happening for you guys is that we have oop, 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 an Estee Lauder. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I'm still Estee in the black Lauder. SUV. <laughs> yeah, with the dark tinted windows. Right. <laughs> we have an Estee Lauder gift set here. With revitalizing supreme cream and a bronze goddess. Let me just turn this box over because uh-huh. I can't. <laughs> bronze, bronze goddess powder bronzer. Is that a tongue twister or what? I think so. Yes. Last week was, was last week the Grinch? No, I think it was week before that was the, the Grinch. <laughs> Goodness. 
Um, an advanced night repair, synchronized recovery complex too for all skin types, and pure color envy sculpting lipstick. Oh, that was the last one. And extreme lash multiplying volume mascara. Oh wow! So that is the giveaway that we have this week. And the Amazonian phrase of this week is fix your face. Well, sometimes you got to let that know. That is what it is. <laughs> All right. In order to qualify, you must be a follower on Facebook and Twitter. And you must be a subscriber. Please email that phrase to listen at Amazonian Talk. Dot com and the winner will be chosen at the time. Fabulous. You're killing me with the R's. <laughs> I wish I could roll my R's like that. So that is going to be our show for today. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we very much did. And again, it's all about taking care of yourself. Um, in, in, in case you haven't picked up on this, this podcast is about you taking care of yourself. So make sure that you continue to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle is Amazonian Talk. Also, make sure that you catch us on your favorite podcast outlet and listen to this show as well as other shows, uh, other episodes that we have. And then also we want to hear from you guys. So reach out to us at our email, listen at Amazonian Talk. Com. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, comments, observations, jokes, everything. <laughs> we want it yes. all. Yes. So, um, thank you guys so much for joining us. And please make sure that you come back for our next episode, which is going to be all about balance. Yes. <laughs> balance. And we will also have a special guest. Her name is Dr. Tiffany Young. Mm -hmm. She is a mental health professional and she'll be talking to us or talking to all the Amazonians about why it is important to stay grounded and centered. And it is definitely okay to say that you are not okay. Oh, gosh. Yes. Please. Yes. Yes. So All right. A mental health professional? Yes, a mental health professional. That's going to do wonders for me. <laughs> <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> Definitely need it. All right, guys, that wraps us up. Thank you for listening. Be well and don't stub your toe. <laughs> <laughs> because that would suck. Yes. <laughs>